What is going on, y'all? Welcome to the Joel Friday TV podcast. I am Joel Friday. Bienvenido. Welcome to the show. Amazing. It is Wednesday, a.k.a. my little brother's birthday today. Happy birthday, little bro. He's a Zoomer. I think he just turned 24. So happy birthday to my younger brother. Um, amazing stuff. Before we get started, hit that like button. Smack it. Lay the smack down on the like, subscribe, and share button. Tell your peoples, 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 peoples about the show so we can get the subscribers up. And the message out. Do it now. Please and thank you. Topics to be covered. Yesterday. What did we talk about, y'all? We talk about how to spot a good female prospect. That was the topic for yesterday. What's the topic for today? Good question. Can a Christian marry an atheist? Okay. I have some different titles in mind, and I asked some of the guys here, and uh, we landed on, on that one. Can a Christian marry an atheist? So shout out to Nick and Sean for helping me choose that. Can a Christian marry an atheist? We're going to get into it because I think that that's like a, a thing. Like can, and it's kind of like in relation, Nick made another good point, and like in a relation to not the same thing, but like um, can like a, oh, I don't know if I can say that <laughs> on air. Uh, can, a, can a man change it to a housewife, right? Like, it's a different thing, but it's the same kind of idea. So we're going to get into that today. Um, and maybe some other things. But I think uh, I have some interesting stuff. So we will get to that. You can call in if you would like to talk about the topic at hand or any topics in general. You can call in by calling 888-775-3773. And we can have a conversation, topic at hand, yesterday's show, past shows, whatever you want to talk about. We can get into it. We can argue. We can fellowship. All in the name of Jesus, I'm here for it. If you, for whatever reason, you cannot call in, but you still have a question or comment, or you just want to support the show, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash joelfridaytv. The description, uh, the link is in my description or in the live chat. And there you can um, send your question or comment. Or conveniently, you could just go directly to the live YouTube chat right here on YouTube and hit the super chat button. And you can send your question or comment there or just donate to support the show. Your donations are appreciated. And um, I thank you. And a lot of the times the questions and comments are on subject. So it, it, uh, it sparks um, some more interesting conversations, especially about the topic. So that's always nice as well. Uh, I will get to those super chats. Um, today and I will read them live on air. Um, any more announcements? If you'd like to listen to audio only past shows, you can do that. I'm on all podcasting platforms. Uh, Apple's, uh, mute, not Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that stuff, SoundCloud, uh, Substack, Spreaker. If that's your preference, I am on the audio platforms as well, past shows. 
Amazing stuff. Nice. Let's get straight to the show today. Chat, how you doing? How's it going, chat? Um, Carver531 with a super chat says, uh, and he's referring to the, the show title, Can a Christian Marry an Atheist? Carver says, yes, but she's going to make you do it at a city hall. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Carver. He's gonna, she's going to make you do it at a city hall. Space Cadet says hi. Hi, Space Cadet. Uh, don't give up. Don't give up. Lauren says don't give up on women, man. I agree. You know, because men are fed up and they're tired of this stuff. Don't give up on them. They need you. They need you. Okay, so can a Christian marry an atheist? Um, this is so deep to me because, man, there's like a, um, I think as people, we always kind of get hung up on, like, People in general are very judgmental. Human nature, which is, you know, of evil, is very, very judgmental, right? We make decisions based off of, like, judgments, right? And sometimes it's, like, to protect ourselves, but sometimes it's um, a false judgment. Right. It lacks understanding. Right. It lacks insight. So. And Christianity and religion and all these things. Um, we can say that we believe in or we can hold we can wear the title, but we all know that it doesn't necessarily mean you're a Christian because you say you are. Right. And that also can go for just because you say you're an atheist doesn't mean you are. Right? It all comes down to the condition of the heart. Right? Because the ruler of the heart is God and the ruler of the mind is Satan. And I'm going to explain what I mean by that because there's context. But those two get confusing. When I say heart, I mean like the heart of hearts, like your spirit, right? But they seem like they're always constantly at odds and they almost want to look the same, but they're not the same, right? And this is what I'm realizing in my life, that um, words... And actions um, don't matter. It's not about actions. It's not about words. It's not about, like, what, what people say and what they do. It's not about that. That doesn't even matter. 
Because if we were judged by our, our words and our actions, then what condition will we be in? How would God approach us, right? How would God, how would, what, what would we be? Where would we be if God was judging us based off our, the things that we say that could be lies, that could be untrue, that are true? If God was judging us off the, the mistakes that we make and um, doing the things we, we wish we wouldn't do and we do, if God was judging us based off of that, what would happen? Where would we be? Right? So it's not so much about actions or words. It's about the heart. I'm going to give you guys an example. So um, for, the, for most of us know who Jesse Lee Peterson is. Jesse Lee Peterson is the founder of the JLP Network, which is a network that I am a host on. He gave me the platform to do my show, but he also has a nonprofit organization called Bond. that has a church service, podcast, all kinds of great stuff. TV show, amazing stuff. The Fallen State. And um, for those that don't know, he is the founder of the organization. But Jesse Lee Peterson is also a pastor. And um, he does his own podcast as well. But he's known for also, also being, like, you know, controversial and provocative. That's how people would would generalize how he goes about like the things, right? And um, but he really gets to the heart of forgiveness and truth and understanding and stuff like that, right? He really gets to the heart of it. But my point is, is that a lot of people love Jesse Lee Peterson, and that's why they watch him. And they're 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 helped by the the wisdom that he speaks, right? And um, he's a counselor, so he helps a lot of people. But also, there's people who dislike Jesse Lee Peterson for the words he uses, the way he says things, how he goes about it, whatever. There's people who dislike it, but the people who also dislike it, um, you know, that the uh, the haters, right? Like. They can say all these things and all this stuff, but not all, right? But a lot of them end up still watching Jesse's show, right? A lot of them still end up, like, calling in to argue with Jesse or whatever. And it's because it's, it's even if they disagree, even if they disagree, right? And it's because Jesse at heart is just a likable person. He's just a likable guy. And um, regardless if you say if he says something that may be too harsh or you don't agree with or let's just say he's wrong about something. It doesn't matter. Right. Because what people see in the grand scheme of things is the fruit that we produce. And the reason why that Jesse people love Jesse is that, like I said, he's likable. He has a good heart. So because of that, that's what he's projecting to the world. And uh, I say that to say that it's about love, period. It's about love, period. And when it comes to the topic of can a Christian marry an atheist, um, and I'm going to get to what my answer is, but it's about love at the end of the day. And what I realize about love, what I'm learning about love, like, the real deal love, not emotional love, 
the real love is that um, when that's the focus and when that's understood, things change. Life changes. You change. Love builds, right? And what I, what I mean by that is that um, when love is at the center of things, whether it's in your personal life or in a relationship, all the wrong things that, like, let's just say that a person is doing or the way they live their life, the more they seek out love, which is God, right? But the more they seek out love and the more they find love, those things fall away. Those false things, those things that don't bear fruit or bring life, those things start to fall away. Why? Because the true confidence, the true energy, the true life source is in love and you don't desire all these other things, right? So once you start to tap into it, those things, other things start to fall away. And it doesn't mean like you still won't have challenges and stuff like that, right? But at least you're starting to get a taste and a glimpse of God's light, which is love, right? So you seek after that. You want that. Like, I want more of that. But when you're in a relationship, right, or whatever type of ship, friendship, family ship, whatever, right, when you're in these things, when you um, just operate from love and you're not, wor- you're not judging them for the things that they do, and you shouldn't do this, right? This is, this is what's crazy. It's not love when you do this but we think it's love. It's like when you judge um, people for the things that they do, you're judging the gays for acting this way, you're judging the uh, whatever, right? You're judging everything. Um, That just keeps people where they are. That actually drives them to want to either try to prove you wrong or continue to do what they're doing, right? But when you accept all and you're honest Meaning like um, you're just respectful to all, period, because it's not your business, right? As long as they don't impose it on you, it's not your business. When we just accept all, they end up just appreciating the respect and they'll look back at you and see the light in you and wondering how they can do the same. Because love, which is also acceptance honesty, tough love, understanding, right? All these things um, is attractive, especially when it's done properly. And all people want it. All people want that. So when they truly see it, they're in, in, a, in a second, they're willing to throw away. And it's a process, right? But they're willing to throw away the other things that don't serve them once they find what really does serve them. So when love is in the center, things fall away, but love has to be in the center. So when I say, can a Christian marry an atheist, is that, and I'm going to wrap it up, so I'm not harping on it too long, but Sometimes a Christian can think they're a Christian and they're not, right? A Christian can be a Christian in the namesake, but it doesn't mean that they're, they have love, right? 
or that they know what love is. Because I don't think you can have love or have hate, right? I think that you, because that would mean that we can control it. We have control of it. I think we can operate out of it, but I don't think that we can have either or. Like, it's the, I don't know, that's a copy for another day. But the point is, is that you could be a Christian and not have love because it's always a condition of the heart. And I know a lot of Christians that their heart is, is wicked, is dark, is, is hardened. And I know non-Christians whose heart are open. And they want the truth, but they don't even know that they want the truth. That's the crazy thing that I've realized, too. That I've met people who have been indoctrinated by the world, right? Like, all the ideas about the world and, like, all the wrong ideas about, like, everything is, like, in their mind. And they speak it and they say all these things, right? But their hearts, I'm not making this up. I've, I've seen this. Their hearts are more open than the average Christian. They're way less judgmental. They're way more accepting. And mind you, there are people whose minds are, indoct you know, corrupt. And their hearts are corrupt, too. That exists. But I'm talking about people whose minds are just confused, but their hearts are open or soft, meaning not hardened and closed off and wicked, right? I see it. So they may, like, identify as atheists, but they can also just be confused by the world, right? So I'm not saying that you should just go and marry an atheist or a Christian should just um, like just marry the person or whatever. You just marry people just because, oh, it's not about the words and our actions and we're just going to see how it goes and hopefully it works. No, it's not about that. Because if you watched yesterday's episode, it's about knowing that their heart is open, knowing that... Um, they're grounded enough before you make those type of decisions, right? Like marriage. You need some kind of foundation if you're going to marry somebody. But I'm just saying that when it comes to meeting somebody, it doesn't necessarily have to be a checklist of like, oh, well, she said she's going to do that. Then heck no. Is what I'm saying. Because they may just be lost. They may just be confused. Right? Because Satan is in the mind at all times working on this. Right? And he's the ruler of this. But this is not always this. And if people are waking up, we know that. The mind is not, is not the same as here. So when you were waking up, we know that our spirit can see and we have insight. Right? But it doesn't mean that her mind sometimes doesn't play tricks. 
But we're just more aware now, people who are waking up, right? We're more aware. But people are just lost up here, but are open, open in here. And I didn't even know that was possible. I didn't even know that existed. I'm thinking like, oh, if she say this and she does that, I'm judging like everybody else is judging. Oh, they're telling me right there. But even by their actions, it's still not their fruit. Even if they do certain things, that still doesn't, that's still not their fruit. And I don't want to overuse fruit. But if you really like overcome within yourself and you're really overcoming and you're not like offended by these things, then you can start to kind of see like the true spirit of it. Yeah, she did that. Yeah, he said that. But I can tell they're not really into that type of thing. So it's very possible you can meet somebody who does not agree and all this stuff and, you know, you get to know each other and you just see what happens. Because it's about love. It's always about love. It's not about anything else. Beliefs, words, actions have nothing to do with love. God's love. So I think some of you guys might disagree with that. And I like to hear it. There's some lines open, 888-775-3773. If you disagree, let me know. If you agree, let me know. If you agree, back me up. But you just got to be about love. And then I'm going to close that message out in a second on how to make that decision, how to go about it here and like, and, and not, not go about it here. Meaning like how to operate here and not operate here. Ooh, it's so deep. I'm about to tell you guys in a second. God holds the heart. The devil holds the mind. So I'm going to tell you. But let me get to uh, um, some super chats here real quick. Matthew from yesterday says, she got to call you daddy. (laughs) He's referring to how do you recognize the topic from yesterday? How do you um, spot a good female prospect? How do you recognize it? And he's his perspective is you gotta call she gotta call your daddy. I ain't mad at it. <laughs> I accept a few names. Daddy could be one. Huh, son? <laughs> That's all I say. Yeah. Um. Thank you, Matthew, for the few donuts. Appreciate that. Let me see if there's any other super chats here. It looks like. 
Let me see. Court Green says, 100%, Joel. CSAL says, Amen, Joel. We got your back, Joel. Way back. John Bennett says, Nobody calls no more. Overthinker of stuff says, You don't want me to call. I don't mind if you call. You can call. What do you mean you don't want me to, to call? <laughs> call. Um, let me see. I would not say that this is not possible, but your holiness will convert them if they are truly not of hate. And also, I think the biggest mistake that we can do is try to change somebody. Oh, man. Man, especially in a relationship. It's hard not to do that in a relationship. The reason why is because the feelings get involved and feelings by nature want to control and possess. So you want to change them to fit your needs, right? So that the relationship is works out and it's perfect, and you want it to go well so bad that you try to change the other person. It happens. But that's the worst thing you can do because they might pretend that they're changing, but there's an agenda, and it doesn't work. It just doesn't work. People got to choose. People got to choose you. And they got to choose to make the decision to be with you or change. They got to make that decision on their own. Red Dirt Farm said, you can keep your overused fruit, Joel. <laughs> Amazing step. John Bender says, send Joel a hundred bucks if you're really supporting him. I would John Bender. <laughs> uh, me and John Bender are friends. <laughs> Joel, Joel, can you bring your MPC and just make beats on your show? I'd be crazy. I used to make a little thing. I wasn't a good at Hassan. But I used to make, like, little beats and, like, the manhood hour and stuff that you hear on Jesse Lee Peterson's show is, like, some stuff that I was messing around with. And I didn't know what I was doing, right? And it's probably, it's, like, super amateur. But it had a little rhythm. Like, I was in the pocket a little bit, but just on, like, knowing rhythm. But, yeah, that would be, that would be interesting. Uh, I got to get back to the, the show here, but everything in life. Es Esoteric says everything in life is work. Curious as why it's unrealistic to work at finding a relationship. Man, that's a good question. I don't because you think about it by nature, esoteric. Yeah, there's a time to, to work, right? 
there's a time to work at things, but just think about what it means to at working at finding a relationship. That means you're unsatisfied. You're not satisfied with life. You want more. You want more than what you've been given. You know what I mean? Like, you're not just grateful or satisfied with the people or the things that are in your life. So you're, you're, now you're, you're going out to find something else. It's like you need more. And that by nature is showing that there's something missing there. It's filling a void. But when it's in front of you and it's there, then there's an op- that's an opportunity to work on it, right? To understand. And when I say work on it, I mean like understand it, get to know the person, stuff like that. But you shouldn't be work- putting work in to step outside of what's in front of you. Let me get to some calls and then I'm going to finish that message. Let me go to Vasco out of Texas. Vasco, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Thanks, Joe. How's it going, man? How are you? All's well. Uh, yeah, I like I like the message, man. I like the message. It reminds me of uh, you know how uh, I used to be a pessimist. And that's when I was just listening to Jesse all the time. Uh-huh. And then, uh, go ahead. No, go ahead. So I wanted to say, you know, my faith changed when I started to uh, become an optimist. And uh, so any atheist women out there, you know, I'm I'm a good candidate. <laughs> Meaning that like now your your optimist is that your your mind is open to what? Learning the truth? So receiving receiving uh you know, just receiving that uh that promise that God get, like put in me. Receiving as a man. Oh, okay. Okay. So right now I'm, uh, you know, I'm uh, single, and I'm doing my own thing. But God promised I'll be fruitful and multiply. He, you said God promised I, that you would be. I well, yeah, that's the word of God, right? So I got to remind him that. And and. What makes you sure that you you are you a uh, Vasco is meant to be fruitful and multiply? Well, yeah, that's what the promise that he put in me, because you know, I that's just who I am. I want to have a wife. I want okay. to have a family. Yeah, I understand. You know, so. And part of that is uh, being optimistic because 
that's the whole thing about faith is that you want to be optimistic. You want to not be pessimistic. Yeah. And Jesse, he's kind of pessimistic sometimes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just wanted to put out there for all the atheist women, I'm a candidate. Just get, get at me. <laughs> <laughs> Right on, Vesco. I I, uh, I agree that um, it's best to be have an open mind about all things, even if you think you're right, even if you think you're wrong, because um, sometimes we we really don't know what we want. To be honest, at the end of the day, we really don't know what we want, and we really don't know what's best for us until it's revealed. Right. So the only way, the only proper way to live life like peacefully right is to have an empty cup and that means to have an open mind and be um keep all your intentions innocent with the intent yeah, of you might think you're understand. an atheist you might be an agnostic you said you said you, i might be sorry you, what do you mean well that's like what you're saying is like uh, you don't know what you want, you don't know what you need. You don't know who you are either until you really come into the promise of God. Right. That's your true, truly are free. You know, but <clears throat> but Jesse talks about that. He's not Jesse talks about that stuff. So yeah, you know that, and everybody knows who Jesse is. Yeah, man. I appreciate it, Vasco. Is um I gotta move the calls here. I'm getting some calls that are coming in. But um any last words? Uh God bless you. God bless America. Right on, Vasco. I appreciate it, man. God bless you too. Call me again. All right. All right. Uh let me go to um uh, Kevin Howe says, Joel, you've been talking about love for 12 days in a row. Find a conspiracy rabbit hole or something, please. <laughs> love language part six. Coming at you all week. <laughs> Listen, the people want to hear it. No, I'm going to mix it up. I'm going to mix it up, but, you know, this is good stuff. But if enough people request some uh, a change in pace, then we'll change it up. But it's been a nice little, a nice little love series. Let me go to uh, Gray from California. Gray, what's up, man? You're on the air. Yeah, what's up? What's up, bro? How you doing? Good, good. How's it going? I'm relaxing right here, and uh, you know I'm on lunch break. Usually catch the show around this time. Nice, nice. But uh, no, I I see people, you know, uh, commenting, but nobody want to call in, you know. That's what I'm saying. Somebody got to call in. Uh, but uh, I appreciate no, it too. Back to the yeah, yeah. Back to the topic. Yeah. Um, I commented earlier that like, yeah, you know, um, do you know can a Christian date an atheist? And it, in reality, you know. Ninety-nine percent of the people you're gonna date are are atheists, you know. 
Nine, oh, that's a good point. That's a yeah, good point. Yeah, and same thing with, with the people who, who so-called call themselves Christians, you know? Yeah, that's heard, a good like, point. namesake. Yeah. Yeah, namesake. I agree. It's like the idea sounds good to be a Christian, and it sounds good to, like, think you're a good person and all that stuff, but, like, what are you really? What is, like, where are you really at as far as spirit goes in your mind? So 100%, Gray. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking about it. I was like, you know, there's underlying underlying things about that that uh, that question you had. And so I was just thinking about it. I was like, yeah, you know, people say they're dating Christians, they're dating yeah. an atheist, or she's a Catholic. Yeah. And, uh, and it's crazy because, like, it reminds me of, um, I met this girl, and she goes like, oh, you're Mexican. I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, did you go to church yesterday? I was like, no, why? It was a Monday <laughs> or something? And she goes like, oh, Why? I mean, I go like, oh, why? She goes, oh, because it's a, um, it's a Santa Maria, which is like St. Mary or something. Uh. So she assumed right away, like, oh, I'm Mexican, you're Catholic, and you believe this, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. And that's the crazy thing is that, like I said, the titles and these identities and these different things, Yeah. like, we have to, like, stop identifying with them all together. Like even the black, white, all that stuff, we have to stop identifying and just get to know, just live life at face value and just kind of just see what it really is, see the truth. Because after a while, your spiritual eyes will pick up on what's really true and you don't have to. And you know what, Gray, is (laughs) people generalize. It's easy to generalize people in these ways because it makes it easier for them to have more control over their lives. Meaning, like, if I say that this person is bad, then I don't have to worry about anything with them. I can just brush them off. I don't have to try to work with them. I don't have to try to do anything. I could just brush them off. It's just an easy way for people to get through life instead of allowing yourself to go through all these things. You know what I mean? And just be present. Yeah. So I think people just use that to make it easier on themselves, these titles and all that stuff. Yeah, and the titles, like like you said, you always bring this up that, you know, Christianity leaves a bad taste in your mouth and people assume you're a certain way. You know, because yeah. they think that if you're Christian, you hate gay people. If you're this, you're right. that, you know. If you're an atheist, you're an idiot. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, But none of that really matters. Like, I believe, you know, the man chooses the girl and, and basically, well, this is what I believe. You will basically have to mold her into what you believe, you know? Like, so she could believe whatever she wants, but right. we don't know what really she's believing, you know? So you say, she say that last part again? Okay, so, like, a guy says, oh, I'm, I want to date a Christian, I want to date yeah. this, I want to date that. But in reality, you don't know what she really is. These titles right. don't mean anything. Right. So, so at the end of the day, you will have to basically mold her into what you believe, into what you think is is the right way, and, and she can believe whatever she wants. Yeah. But once she's with somebody, you're gonna have to lead that. You know, she, she's a, she's it, a Christian. Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. Finish. Finish the point. I'm just saying, like she says, she's Christian, but yeah, uh, you know, she she might think a certain type of Christianity. You know. Yeah. Like everybody, there's like yeah. levels to Christianity as well. <laughs> right. It's like this weird spectrum of how people approach Christianity. No. 
But I do think that the only thing is that, like, I have to interject there about the molding thing is, um, and yeah. may, maybe you didn't mean it in this way, but I think that, like, um, I think, yeah, we should lead them, and you can let me know what you think, but we should lead, we should lead by example, right, but without even trying to lead, meaning, like, I've, I've been in relationships where I've, I was trying to do the molding thing, and um, <laughs> yeah. when I did that, it was, like, trying to change them or make them try like trying to mold them into these things and people have to be people have to mold themselves they have to want to be molded right and it's not even us doing the molding it's them um coming in agreement with the spirit within god right and letting that change itself and we may be like stewards of certain lessons or wisdom and stuff like that but I think at the end of the day, everybody has to let themselves be changed. Right. No, I agree. I agree. Like, I, yeah. I didn't mean it like physically, hey, think this way, because obviously right. we can't make people think anyway, you know? So Right. Exactly. Yeah, you lead by example. She sees the light. She sees how you move. She she likes the way you are. She likes your personality. She likes the way, you know, your uh, sense of humor, and she, she adapts to it. She realizes, right. hey, this is... Right. This is awesome, you know. This is the way I want to be. Right. This guy, you know, lives live, and, and yes, you don't necessarily have to explain anything to them, but right. that's just kind of happening, you know. You're right. kind of molding them. Yeah. I know it's a terrible no. word. But. No, but yeah, when you explain it, it makes sense exactly, and it happens that way. It just naturally happens in that way. But um, yeah, yeah I agree. Uh, great, a great call. Appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, one more thing. Um, yeah. I was uh. Oh, oh, Hassan, I had gave him a, a ride because I was doing Uber on a Sunday morning early. Oh. <laughs> and I gave him a ride to church. And, 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 and he looked like he was going to war. He had, like, cargo green pants. Yeah. <laughs> I think he had, like, a death metal shirt on. And, and I was like, and I seen his name. I was like, is this the Hassan? I don't know if he remembers. You could ask him. Is, but I, you I remember that? I don't know. He said, yeah. He said he remembers. Yeah, he had his... He had his cafe, I mean, his coffee with him. Uh, it was just hilarious because I was like, oh, shit, you're Hassan. You're going to church? He's like, yeah. I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> so you're from and L- then, uh, So you live in the L.A. area. Well, you don't have to say. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I live in L.A. I grew up in, um, by Echo Park, but right now I'm in, actually in South Central. But, uh, oh, okay. you know, on the weekends, early, I like to do Uber yeah. just for some quick income. So I just <laughs> ran into him. I thought, this, I thought that was hilarious. Have you ever been to church? Have, have we ever met you in a person or? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've met you, bro. I met you, um, I, I went to the men's forum one time. Oh, okay. And I, I got all of you four to just take a picture with me. Damn, I don't remember. I know, bro. I'm trying know, to, because I'm trying but, to, like, uh, <laughs> I always try to, like, put the face with the with the voice and the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm yeah. sure, yeah. Well, I mean, no pressure, but I'm sure I'll see you one of these times since you're out here in L.A. But I appreciate it, man. Uh, call yeah, me again. Sure. All right, for sure. Oh, um, and what happened to to Hassan's show? The last time I seen him, he, he had like a mini meltdown, and I never saw his show again. It's, <laughs> it's a long story, but all is well. All is well. All right, yeah, right, no right, drama right. or nothing like that. All is well. It's just, uh, you know, it's a long story, but yeah. It was only season no beef. one. I get it. Yeah. You never know what the future right. will hold, but I appreciate it, Greg. All right, for sure. Bro. All right, man. Uh, let me go to, <laughs> let me go to, uh, Deontay at, uh, Orlando. 
Uh, I'm trying to speed it up here a little bit because we are running down on time. But Deontay, first time caller out of Orlando, Florida. Welcome to the show. I'm not first time caller. Oh, okay. My bad. I don't know I why I you. said first time caller. Go ahead. I, ca- I called you one time and we uh, discussed the uh, should you tell a woman your problems or not. Oh, okay. Fair enough. It was back when you first started. But no, and um, I want to comment on that and say that I do agree with you that you probably should share your issues. So I've definitely grown in that aspect. It should. But, um, okay. But I wanted to comment on the kind of Christian marry an atheist. Fair enough. And so I wanted to say that I believe like exactly what you're saying. Okay. I think that you are on point. I think that it all has to do with um, more of what's in the heart rather than what's on the title. Yeah. And uh, I just wanted to say congratulations, you know, good job. And, um, yeah, I think you're doing good work, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate that, Deontay. You're starting to sound a little bit more familiar now that we're, we're talking more, but I appreciate it, man. Thank you. And uh, call me again. I um, I got to speed it up here, but call me again. That's all right, buddy. Have a good one. All right, man. You too. Uh, let me go to Of Air and Sea out of Utah. He wants to talk about the topic at hand. Of Air and Sea, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up, man? How's it going? Yeah, I was calling in. Um, I just had to because I heard yes, you sir. were um, saying that, like, you know, possibly getting with an atheist chick right. is, uh, <laughs> you know, that th- that is just not really doable uh, for many reasons. Right on. Um, for, for, for one, uh, the, the reason why I know this is because after moving from SoCal to where I live now, uh, the night and day difference between the women and these okay. Christian women here that are real Christian women, um, again, night and day difference, okay. and the quality is just uh, so much better that if I was a guy out there, I would just try as hard as I can to either meet a girl through church or, I mean, there is, like, Christian dating apps these days, but the whole atheist thing is straight up hopeless. Wait, uh, wait the, the, but the, to, not to cut you off right there real quick, but the Christian dating apps are just as hopeless. Well, I've never really used them, okay. but, I mean, I was just saying as a possibility. But um, the issue with atheist uh, chicks is that, for one, e- even if they're in their mid-20s, even in their younger years, they have already usually they usually have massive body counts. They amass massive body counts. And this, this psychologically permanently damages a woman, okay? And I am 100% certain of that, okay, from my life experience at this point. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I didn't ran through them all. I can tell you <laughs> that there, there's a direct correlation between high body count and just them acting out of control. So, so wait, I would wait, tell dudes out there to not even bother this whole wait, customize a hoe thing. Go okay, ahead. but wait, 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 wait. Just because of time here, I'm just trying to slice through. Easier. What is wrong with – so if she has a high body count and she realizes that she's wrong and that she's a changed woman – um. Does she have hope, or she should just be thrown to the curb? I mean, it depends to what degree, you know. And, and, and again, I know it might sound foolish to people, but, you, you know, the body count does matter. Well, let's say I meet a girl that's in her mid-20s, and yeah. she's had maybe 10 partners. Maybe there's some long-term relationships within that. That's one thing. But yeah. if you get an excess of, like, you know, 20 to 30-plus, uh, especially yeah. anywhere near 50, anywhere yeah. near 50, you're going to know that they're absolutely crazy. Um 
I mean, they'll say curry yeah. is good if you know what I mean. But um, <laughs> it, it's just again, it, it, it's yeah. like a lot. I don't I don't know if you're familiar with this, but it permanently we impress upon women. Okay, and so the more men they've had, it permanently psychologically uh, destroys the pair bonding mechanism. You well, know, and well, again, the only reason I bring this up is yeah. because atheists. When I lived in SoCal, those atheist women. I mean, they were just giving it away. Yeah, I mean? that's for sure. And, um, that's for sure. And they are straight up there because if there's no God, there's no consequence. So um, they're just straight up hopeless. Well, let me uh, say it like so this. Let me, let me, let me, let me get in there a little bit. Let me just say it like mm-hmm. this: is that like I totally understand what you're saying, and I, I, I agree to some extent that like guys do not want a girl with a high body count or all this stuff. But I also, if I'm being fair. Um, fair-minded that I also think that it still comes down to the condition of their heart. If they're truly trying to change or whatever the case is, that can be their past. Like, for example, uh, you said you've been, you know, you've been running running the streets in the sense of, like, getting with girls and all that stuff. So if we're going to judge the women to that standard, then we should judge of Aaron C. that, oh, his mind is messed up, he's done for... And we should um, never get with uh, of Aaron C because he has, his body count is too high. Should we approach you with that same uh, spectrum? Uh, absolutely not. Uh, men and women are completely different. Our brains are made up completely different. Um, so, no, a man is not psychologically impressed upon. So it's okay. So it's okay for the it's okay no, for the man. No. I'm not saying it's okay. okay ever since I moved to the holy the holy land. I don't right. change my ways. You're, right. Yeah. But, but <laughs> I'm just saying that the women that I've met here, yeah. dude, I mean, chicks here that are like some of them are in their 30s or 40s and they're still virgins, dog. Yeah. And you know what? When you and when you talk to these women, dude, they they are calm, they are chill, they bring out that chivalrous aspect. I'm telling you, there's simply yeah. nothing like it. My entire life, I have not seen women like this like this before. Um, yeah, but no, no I women, understand. And, and, I know. And and women don't care if you have a high body count as a man. It's it's just different. They they don't view it the same way that we do. A man is not permanently. I'm not I'm not promoting promiscuity. Yeah. I'm not telling a bunch of men to go out there and be slut makers. Right. I, I'm not saying that. I, I do discourage that at this point in my life. But yeah. uh, at the same time, I'm not damaged from the past that I went through. I am perfectly legitimately ready to go in a decent relationship. Flash marriage, where a woman with the same body count, uh, absolutely not. I don't, well, I don't know, man. You seem so sure, and maybe you, maybe you are. But I, I, I mean, it just seems, it just seems like, um, I don't know. It just seems like you have this high, um, this high expectation of women, but not as, but don't hold yourself to the same expectation, and and that. Um, I don't know, it just seems a little bit off to me, but that's just my opinion. Uh, I'd love to get into it more. As a matter of fact, if if you would like to, you can call me tomorrow. We'll get into it more. I'm just running out of time here. But right. uh, I appreciate you calling in. I just got to move the, the calls here. Thank All you. All right, man. Take it easy. All right. Man, I wanted to get into it with that because that's like a whole show to break down what he just said. Because I don't think that it's... Yeah, like it's not, it's not like the standard to see a woman behave in that way. Meaning, like, um, we don't want to view women in that way. But a standard is a standard. Men shouldn't be doing it either. Men should ha- be virgins too. Women should be virgins just as men should be virgins. And it's just abnormal that women. And it's actually, 
it's not natural for women to want to do it as much as men do. That's for sure. The testosterone in men is definitely higher, so it, like we have this more energy to to do it, and we're more blinded by it. But the um, women, even though they do do it, um, which is an unnatural thing, and it actually takes more for women to do it. I understand that part, but doesn't mean that um, they can't have a change of heart and a change of mind. Is it hard? Possibly, but it's not undoable. Let me make this last point, and then I got to end the show. It, it all comes down to a decision. God holds the condition of the heart. The enemy holds the, the condition of the mind. What saves us is a decision that we make. We make the decision. Which one are we going to go with? Are we going to go with the mind or are we going to go with the heart? If we lean towards the heart, we get the heart results. We lean towards the mind, we get the mind and results. But it is our decision to make. Are you going to choose to stay in your hell? Are you going to choose to endure the pain, endure those feelings? Right? What are you going to choose to do? It's about a decision. So when you're looking for somebody, don't look. Right. But when you meet somebody, understand the heart. What is their intention? What are they trying to do? Are they trying to overcome? Is their heart open? Are they committed? Or are they okay with being in the dark and being blind? I got to end the show. Amazing stuff. I'm back here tomorrow. Love language part seven. <laughs> That's not hype me up in the back. I'm just kidding. We'll see what happens. But thank you guys for watching. American Anchor Baby is coming in right now. I got to end the show. Until next time, y'all. Joel Friday TV, all platforms. Bye. Subscribe and share.